0: So you do feel guilty, you feel sadness for her, you know, you feel, oh, is it the right decision? Am I being too selfish?
1: Welcome to part two of us talking about whether we're going to have another baby on first-time parents. Big topic. Yeah, so relationship therapy session number three if you haven't had a chance to listen to part one which was last week you're probably going to need to go tune into that
2: yeah get yourself up to speed first with that um here we are going into the second part of it now which is yeah it's it comes with a heavy heart and a lot of yeah a lot of discussions to try and figure out how we can move forward but at the same time um it's it's how we can work through that together
1: So thank you so much for listening. We have had incredible feedback from last week's podcast and the podcast in general. We're sitting down with our therapist, Fish. We're recording the episodes. You can actually even listen to them all in full as well. Everything is in the show notes. You can stalk him. You can listen to the episodes in full, but go back, listen to last week's. If you've already listened to last week's, then strap yourself in to hear and understand how these conversations can help us start to heal and dissolve any of the, I guess, underlying, would you say, maybe tension, resentment that could arise?
2: I think just getting everything on the table and then backing each other in, supporting one another, which sounds really like how the hell can you do that? Because you always come back to what you feel, you know, what your belief is or your, your stance on the, the scenario, or the argument.
1: And this is the thing, Fish is going to go into all of this today and really start to understand how we can reprogram ourselves. But before we do that, massive love to kitchenlanguage.com.au, our sponsors for the past few weeks. Uh, If you haven't stalked their uh, fun goodies online, please do, because they've been such an epic sponsor. Kitchenlanguage.com.au. Use the code LOVE to get free shipping (laughs) is what I was trying to say. And I'm supposed to be a professional. In what? Yeah, exactly. What the fuck am I a professional in? Mother. <laughs> oh, yeah, professional mother. That Yeah, that's a whole – That I mean, you can go <laughs> listen to the rest of the podcast for that, the rest of the seasons. So massive love to them. Jump on. You can get all of the goodies for your partner. If your love language is gift-giving, then make sure you check out kitchenlanguage.com.au with the promo code LOVE. That's what I was trying to say. All right, here we go. Part two. Uh,
3: Griffo. I know that you guys discussed the same topic. So I just wanted to check in anything that's missing from those four truths that you could add, because we're actually, when we use this tool, we're actually going for depth and complexity and incongruence. We want a lot of things to exist in the four truths, even if they don't make sense together. So did we miss anything? Is there any part of your experience that you want to speak to, your yearning or your pain, that wasn't touched on?
0: Um, I mean, I, a lot of it was probably said, some things in a in a roundabout way. Um, <clears throat> I think with regards to what quadrant is it, I think, like, for me, like, what, what is uh, party yearning for? Like, I, I completely see it. And like Heidi said about me not wanting to have another child, she can see all the reasons and the feelings as to why I don't. And I can see all the feelings for her as to why she does want. You know, unfortunately, when we do bring up the topic, we just go into our corner. Yes. Uh, and when we break it down, you know, we can both very much see each other. I don't think we feel like we've just got our backs up just for the sake of it. It's because we're so passionate to what we want, but we both validate and understand each other's side. We just don't necessarily agree with it, you know?
3: Yes, absolutely. That's what's
0: hard. And there's no win-win scenario here, which is probably the hardest thing. And I think, you know, as a bloke, as I was saying the other day, like... um, you know, being black and white, you, you kind of want an answer, not grey area, and at the moment we have grey area in her minds, you know, whereas in my mind I'm quite black and white as to what I want. Of course. And yeah. that was really hard for Heidi, and that, yeah, as she said, like it, it makes me feel real shit to not want the same thing to give her, you know. I'm not doing it out of spite to make her feel bad. So you do feel guilty. You feel sadness for her. You know, you feel, oh, is it the right decision? Am I being too selfish, you know?
3: Um, so there's some guilt for you around that. Like when you when you speak to what you yearn for, which is to not have another child, you're also left with a feeling of like, is that okay or is that selfish? Is that so a sense of guilt is part of your pain? Definitely, yeah. Self-judgment, yeah. Self yeah. Beautiful. I love the fact that you pointed to when when the topic comes up, you go into your corners, right? And so the process I'm leading you through is about dissolving that tendency to go into corners because even in your corners, even though you might understand each other, you're, you're not creating mutual understanding from your corners. So think about this. If me and both of you are in conflict, me and, me, me and either of you, the more I fight for my experience to be understood, the more I leave you feeling misunderstood. Does that make sense? And then the more you fight for understanding in your world, the more I feel like you're not willing to understand me. And that is that is the mechanism that amplifies our conflict. And isn't that ironic? Because I'm just wanting to feel understood. It's not like, it's not like there's anything malicious. I just want loving awareness wrapped around my experience. Please (laughs) hurry now. It's my turn. And you just want the same. It's just that the yearning to be understood actually escalates conflict. This model is a commitment to mutual understanding. So let me make that distinction again. We usually fight to be understood and thereby escalate the conflict unintentionally. And this work is fighting for mutual understanding. So I will not rest until you and I both feel completely understood, like completely, until your experience and my experience feel like they both become completely illuminated and accepted. And so that's what we're working on right now. And I know there's an urgency to say, like, what to do about it. Because when you think about it, practically, you guys can't have another child and not have another child, right? So practically, there's, you know, that, that seems a bit unwinnable. But what we can do in this work is we can bring such loving awareness to both experiences that something in the knot will untie. And where we get to might actually be surprising. Who knows? But let's stay committed to mutual understanding for now instead of going into our corners. So another thing that you said, Griffo, which I really is so such a wise illumination in this work, is that you understand Heidi's intentions and she understands yours. However, articulating the beautiful intentions of the other is something that we don't naturally do in our communication. We very rarely say, I honour what you're yearning for behind that thing that you're doing that's causing me upset. And one of the powerful practices that the Four Truths instigates is being able to say, not just understand it for ourselves, but actually articulate our understanding of their yearning to them. What does that do? What do you think that does? Heidi, if you're able to articulate the incredibly fierce, protective, ins- uh, it's sort of the um the inspiration in Griffo behind his no to protect you guys from the pain that you've experienced. What do you think it's like for him when you're able to articulate that yearning to him and to honor it? Mm, I
1: think that it feels like that peace.
3: Yeah. Even as his no creates upset for you, we're not turning away from that, but we're also saying behind your no, I recognize, I see your goodness.
0: It's acknowledging it, mm. yeah, yeah. And straight away, you know, as we both just said, we understand where we're both coming from. It's just the acknowledgement, and that yes, does it resolve the problem? No, but it's just the understanding of where one comes from, and you've been recognised. And it's yeah. not based and not recognised, but no,
3: we're,
0: we're just programmed to not recognise, you we're know. We're
3: programmed to not recognise it. And, and we're programmed to not include it in our communications because we're busy trying to justify the validity of our own experience. So we're trained out of acknowledging that good intention of another person. But I promise you, when you speak to the good intention of another person, even behind what they've done that's really hurt you, You'll see the goodness in them. When my beautiful ex-wife hung up on me a a bunch of months ago and I was left feeling so hung up on and in me, what came alive was like, and I I won't say the words that were alive in my mind, but you can probably guess them. I just felt so angry, so dismissed, so hurt. I'm like, how dare you hang up on me? Once I was able to recognize, and it took me a moment, I had to pause and reach for the tools that I teach. Once I was able to recognize that behind her hanging up on me was her yearning for me to see how upset she felt. And behind that was a yearning for her to experience our relationship as wonderful and full of mutual understanding. And so she was letting me know that that was missing for her. That's a commitment to our relationship being amazing ultimately, isn't it? Can you hear that? It's a bit disguised and I'm not condoning the hanging up. Like I don't want that to ever happen again. And behind her hanging up, she was committed that I saw her upset, committed to having less upset in relationship with me and wanting her, wanting what she was asking wanting to feel supported by me in our co-parenting relationship of our daughter. All of those things are beautiful. So I rang her the next day and I said, hey, I felt so upset when you hung up on me. And I know you don't want upset for me. I know what you were doing was you were like waving your arms going, hello, dude, I'm feeling so misunderstood by you. And I'm going to demonstrate how misunderstood I feel by you by actually just terminating the phone call. And I said to her, what was it like for you to feeling so misunderstood by me? And she started crying and she was like it was terrible. And I said, I bet it was. And she said, thank you. I'm so sorry for hanging up on you. See how me speaking to the goodness in her, behind her behaviour, had her own her behaviour, Because her behaviour didn't match the goodness in her that I could honour in her. So we're learning in in part of this work, we're actually learning to speak to the good intentions behind the hurtful things that people do. And that might feel like a stretch still. You might immediately go, yeah, but what about people who do malicious things? And we can talk about that down the track if you want to. And I've got some other great podcasts interviews around malicious intent, but I promise you getting curious about what they might have been hoping for, what pain did they want to be out of, what pain did they want us to see, what pain did they want even us to have a taste of so that they could feel less alone in their pain, we start to recognise that the heart just wants ease and to not feel alone and to feel cared for. And then we go about it in some really shitty, horrible, nasty ways, right? But the yearning is always something more valid than malicious intent. Okay, lovely. Now, it may also be that you understand each other's pain. You know, it's not, it wasn't a stretch for you guys to do that. I mean, it might have been like, oh, gosh, I really have to kind of feel into it. But it's not foreign to you because you love each other. Of course, you can feel into each other's upset but I bet that in your communications around baby or no baby, you don't often validate the pain that the conversation might be creating for the other. And so what's it like for you, Griffo, when Heidi can say to you, hey, I imagine this can leave you feeling almost as if you're set up to be letting your baby your family down and and how much sorrow and frustration that must create for you what happens in you when she's able to acknowledge the unintended pain for you
0: i think it's just you know once again just that understanding of taking a step in one's shoes of their perception yeah you feel like they have done that you just know okay that's you know it's a good feeling you know yeah. you've heard and Understood, yeah. whether they're with it or not, they mm-hmm. can just you know just get a really good feeling for it.
3: It's recognised. We're standing in the reality of it now. Suddenly, <clears throat> you know, I said to my ex-wife, you know, I had she had reached out for support in a co-parenting way around our daughter. Our daughter had some needs, and she and my ex-wife rang me and said, "Hey, can you do this and this and this?" And I asked her a question to clarify the nature of my support so I could support her better. There's my yearning. I wanted clarity so that I could deliver best. So she felt fulfilled, our daughter felt supported, and I felt like a wonderful dad, right? So there's all my good yearning. But the way I did it, the question I asked, which I forget for now, the question I asked left my ex-wife actually feeling distrusted in her... Insights into our daughter's needs. Unappreciated for that wonderful, caring, committed mother that she is. And dismissed with her needs. Now, I didn't want any of those things to be the repercussions for her. Because I was just yearning for clarity and to feel supportive and for her to feel supported. And up came the pain of feeling dismissed, challenged and unappreciated. So I was able to ring her and say, I've just recognized that in striving to clarify things so that I could feel supportive and so that I could have you feel supported, I actually left you feeling dismissed, judged, and unappreciated. And she was like, hallelujah, now he's in the room. And more tears, more tears. And I said, what was that like for you? And she said, it was horrible. It reminded me of parts of our relationship, which was so lonely for me. And I said, I bet it did. So here I am just standing with her in her upset in one hand, while on the other hand, I'm not saying I'm wrong because look at the beautiful intention I had. It's just that some of the ways I go about loving land on the people around me as unlove. <laughs> Heidi, some of the ways that you go about wanting to feel fulfilled as a mother leave Griffo feeling as if there's a risk of him being framed as the disappointment. Griffo, some of the ways that you take a fierce stand for, you know, having more freedom and, and intimacy and connection post-baby land on Heidi as feeling misunderstood in her yearning for more. And what we're learning here is that while we have a good intention, there is also some unintended upset. Every moment of conflict is characterized by that. I had a good intention and they're feeling upset. They had some good intention and I'm feeling upset. That's the nature of all conflict. And so we're just getting curious there. And As we become more masterful, we'll be able to communicate to the depths of those four truths in a way that starts to really shift the ground underneath our feet. In that conversation, no one ever gets to be wrong about their experience. Beautiful work, my friends. And thank you for letting me into something that is, and all of us into something that's like so incredibly tender and unresolved for you. It takes such courage. A lot of people would kind of go, oh, we need to work on something that feels okay already and you guys have just gone let's deal with something that doesn't feel okay at all and it's very powerful and i know that i've kind of left you in a tender spot because we've opened but keep on filling out the data of the four truths reach out for support if you need between now and next session and i'll guide you back to mutual understanding and come to our next session, and this is for all of the listeners, the invitation is come to the next session with a whole bunch of pink and white diagonal statements about some relationship upsets, and we'll move on from there. Any questions or concerns that I've left you with?
0: I think I'm good, actually. No, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. We really have now begun, until now we hadn't even looked at how do I communicate differently, now the work of communicating differently around our upsets has just begun. So we're really just starting to delve into it now. And I just want to honour the fact that you guys are both, like, I feel like this presence from you in this session, like really stepping in. And Grufo, I know that you're always kind of like a little bit like, oh, I hope I get it right. But it's just really wonderful to see you're just you're just being able to very clearly articulate those four truths. Cool. Yeah, it's just really wonderful. And so are you, Heidi, but I'm just pointing to the fact that Griffo, I- I've detected that you felt a bit like, am I getting this, is often your query. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to say you're really getting it.
0: Yeah. I appreciate it. It's all very new and it is so different to what I've ever done before. Very, so very, like, to articulate around it, it, it is a bit awkward or feel a bit Um,
3: very,
0: posy. um So I appreciate that.
3: We're learning to choose both sides because yeah. when, we choose, when we choose sides, we deepen the conflict. When we choose neither side, we deepen our avoidance. And when we choose both sides, we start to grow mutual understanding. And just a last little note that out there in the world around, your, around this particular issue, you might or might not have noticed, but it would be very typical for people around you to choose science, for someone to gravitate towards Heidi's experience and say, oh, well, Griffo's just got a bloody man up because da-da-da-da-da. Or someone to gravitate towards Griffo's experience, which says, well, oh, my God, like after all you guys have been through, of course, you're like, what? she's crazy for wanting another one. Neither of those stances lead us into a mutual understanding. But notice that out there in the world we have a tendency as human beings to choose sides. We're, we're crazy about side choosing. And that's just a natural function of the mind. Team, <laughs> yeah.
1: Team Mighty or Team group. message us. No, just joking.
3: <laughs> Go to the West Coast Eagles in the Derby.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I reserve my wild opposition for when I watch my beloved cats play and I just <laughs> ye- yell at the umpires and, yeah, I cut loose.
1: Yeah, I my straight away my team sort of like a show called Vanderpump Rules, which is like a reality TV show that, like, one of the couples has been cheated on at the moment and they've got Team Ariana or Team Raquel. <laughs> and straight away my brain was like, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what the mind wants to do and it's okay it's very natural the mind is a side chooser and we're starting to consult the heart in this work instead of the mind we're learning to distrust the story the mind tells and expand our awareness using the heart yeah Good work
1: yeah so here we are in suspense as he said
2: yeah there we were thinking oh we're going to get a snippet of how we can start to dissolve this argument or the stance on our views of which way we want to go in life with our family.
1: But you have been doing your homework, haven't you?
2: Of course.
1: <laughs> the homework will be in the link below in show notes. We're doing our homework and basically it's it's helping you reprogram your brain and also being able to see the visual of the four truths, the quadrants, etc., that Fish speaks into. Um will really give you, I guess, insight into your your the person that you're in conflict with and, you know, wanting to heal that relationship and come to a mutual understanding, as he would say. So that's it from us. Um, we'll leave it to him to do all those explaining parts.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'd be terrible <laughs> at it.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're, we're sitting in suspense. We're rolling with, you know, fish and we're putting ourselves out on the line and I, I really just... I want to celebrate us as a couple and you as a, you know, as a couple as well. If you're really in this and you're doing the work and, you know, you're coming along for the ride, then congratulations because I can see the changes in us and I've had messages from you as well and we are just, you know, incredibly grateful for your support and love and, you know, your vulnerability as well
2: we're all in it together. You know, it's certainly not a, a smooth road. I don't think we expect it to be that way once we conquer this new chapter of our life. And the way we program ourselves, it's always going to be up and down. But, you know, we're in it together to try and get things better or back on track or easier within our relationships. So we're all, yeah, supporting one another.
1: I told you you should be a, um,
2: a, one a keynote hit, speaker. A one-hit wonder. <laughs> i just come in with the one line and go, like, catch
1: <laughs> motivational speaker. Uh, thank you so much to our sponsors, kitchenlanguage.com.au. Don't forget to use the promo code LOVE to get free shipping. Uh, honestly, Simone is a sweary bitch. Just think of some really funny things. Um, <laughs> I was going to say boganish, and she loves that. She's all about, you know, <laughs> when you just want to throw your friend like, like this. Yeah, the the bogan uh, stubby holder that says "Drink." See you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we will see you next Tuesday. No, just joking. We'll see. <laughs> we'll chat to you next week. Thanks for listening. Lots of love. Don't forget to rate and review. Bye.
0: Bye.